0: ABC Listen, podcasts, radio, news, music, and more.
1: Much of far north Queensland is breathing a sigh of relief after escaping serious damage from Cyclone Jasper. The now extropical cyclone has been slowly tracking inland over far north Queensland. And there are concerns it could intensify again when it reaches the Gulf of Carpentaria over the weekend. Emergency services have helped evacuate several people amid flash flooding. And yet again, people are being warned to avail themselves of where the heavy rain and strong winds are forecast for today. But let's look back at how things unfolded. Because there have been some criticisms. The new nationally consistent Australian Warning System, or AWS, has come under fire in the wake of TC Jasper after residents around the Cairns area reported confusion over warnings they received via text message in the days leading up to the cyclone. One local councillor has even scored the system a 1 out of 10. The Federal Emergency Minister, Murray Watts, says he's also received feedback from frustrated residents. He's told the ABC's Adam Stephen... It's been a learning experience.
2: This is my understanding the first time it's been used for a cyclone and clearly there's room for improvement. So one of the things I'll be taking back with me when I head home to Brisbane is the need for the National Emergency Management Agency, which I oversee, to work with the states and the local councils to see how we can improve this. I mean, the reality is it's better to be safe than sorry. And, you know, I, I do recognise that people have been inconvenienced, uh, but at least we haven't lost any lives and you'd always want to sort of be over-cautious, but clearly there's some room for improvement here.
0: What's the benefit of, of adopting this national system to to cyclones and storm surge when it seems the old system, there wasn't an awful lot wrong with yeah. it, a lot of people think anyway.
2: Yeah, I think in this day and age, we do need to be making use of the best possible technology to give the best possible warnings to people. Clearly it fell short this time and we need to make sure that it improves for the future. I mean, I think it probably also reflects that it is quite a long time since Kansas had a cyclone or, or and the region has had a cyclone. And let's face it, there's a lot of people who've moved to this beautiful part of the world over the last couple of years who haven't been through this and probably haven't looked at where their uh, home is on the maps and things like that. You know, every time we have one of these events, there's things that you learn from it, and clearly there's things that can be learned from this one.
0: The Cassowary Coast sent an email out telling people to take shelter immediately on Tuesday night. Now, at that point, Jasper was still a long way off the Far North Queensland coast, and it was a Category 2 system. But those messages, when you read them, you know, they tell you you to take shelter immediately in the safest part of your house to turn your power, gas and water off. If people had heeded that on the Cassowary Coast, they would have been sitting there for a long time and potentially not getting the worst of the impact. As you understand it, why do these messages go out go out and who makes the decisions as to who sends them?
2: Yeah, the system does involve multiple layers of government. And again, that's maybe something that we need to have a look at in terms of how it's operated. What, what I've found with all of these systems is that sometimes the problem lies with the system itself, the technology. Sometimes it lies with um, how much people have been trained to use the system and information sharing between levels of government. So look, I'll be the first to admit that this clearly hasn't worked to perfection and it's something that we can refine going forward.
0: And just on that messaging, Uh, it seems as though this message is intended for a cyclone, but there's not a lot of nuance to it. Do you think there could even be different messages that go out depending on whether it's a category one or two or a four or five? That message that went out yesterday to most people Is the type of message you'd expect to see for a very severe cyclone Mm. you know take shelter in your bathroom or somewhere that's Mm. safe
2: yeah look i think that that's probably something that can be looked at is that messaging and the levels of urgency that are implied by the messaging there the other thing is that not having used this system myself what i want to do is take a look at whether maybe those opportunities are already there in the system that weren't actually used Um, so i need to get a better understanding of how we could have done this better because of course we want to improve every time we have one of these events
1: That's Australia's Emergency Minister, Senator Murray Watt, talking about the first use of the AWS or the Australian Warning System during a cyclone. But let's refocus on agriculture and one of the biggest industries in that part of the world is sugar cane. And the Tully Sugar Mill has pulled off what must have seemed like a miracle at the beginning of the week with that tropical cyclone looming. Last night, at three minutes past nine, the last bin of cane was tipped Completing a 2.53 million tonne crop. In what shaped up to be a particularly wet, dry season, the Tully Mill lost 28 and a half days to the rain. Tully Cane Growers representative Bryce McDonald says the wetter than normal season was disappointing. But in Tully, the weather always dictates.
3: It's been a difficult year, but uh, it's finally come to an end at three minutes past nine last night. Uh, uh, it's with a total of uh, 2,536,000. 868 tons gone through the rollers so um, a lot of people happy that this year is out of the road it's been a difficult year uh, with, with wet weather and, and, and breakdown so it's um, it's uh, finally come to an end
1: and what about CCS how much Oh,
3: see yeah so the season finished it uh, complete at, at 12.69 uh, CCS which is a little bit down than um, anticipated but uh, we were hoping to finish at 12 sevens, but um, it is what it is. And, uh, and the last up that went through is uh, well down, yeah, an eight, seven and eight CCS uh, due to the rain.
1: You finished this cane crush, but it's coming just off the back of tropical cyclone Jasper. How did that impact things? And how were you able to keep the crush going with all this rainfall?
3: Uh, on Monday afternoon, uh, um, the last of the cane uh, started to be uh, cut in, on Tuesday. They, uh, the harvesters were allowed to continue to crush and they put, uh, to cut and put it all in the bins. Uh, but then the mill had to, had to shut down, uh, because of the cyclone alert. Um, and, and, the, and the port of Innisfail, of Marine there was, um, was temporarily closed. Uh, so the, 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 cane was stored in the bins until they had an opportunity, uh, the threat had passed or potential threat had passed and, uh, the, the, the mill started crushing again. Um, Yesterday morning and, and completed the crush at uh, three minutes past nine last night.
1: It must be a relief to finally have this season over.
3: It is. It's been, like I uh, mentioned before, it's been a difficult season between um, impacts of wet weather and, and breakdowns, so um, finally it's over.
1: What was labour
4: availability like?
3: Um, it's always difficult um, with the haul out gear and and, and mill staff that, um, well, it's right across Queensland and in industry in and all, in all aspects. Um, the labour shortages impact um, agriculture and, and the milling. Uh, so it's always uh, always a challenge to find uh, you know, staff, but adequate staff to uh, to do the operations.
1: You, uh, you mentioned earlier some breakdowns did cause some impacts throughout the season. What happened there?
3: It was, it was, um, they had a bit of trouble with the mill a couple of weeks ago. Number five mill had, was impacted, a crush. There was a, a couple of days lost in crushing. Um, they managed to get it going after a couple of days. Um, and, and continue through. but uh, There was an impact there of, of, of lost days, but uh, uh, probably a bit more than would, would normally take place. Um, in particular, wet weather too is an enormous amount of lost, lost weather. Lost um, uh, days crushing this year, granted, right, to, to the impact of wet, wet weather.
1: That's Kangaroa's Tully rep, Bryce MacDonald. So as we've heard, that heavy rain is hampering efforts in the cleanup from ex-tropical cyclone Jasper. Cape Tribulation in far north Queensland was right on the edge of the eye of the storms that made its way very slowly across the coast. Jeremy Blocky runs Cape Trib Farm, where the rain is continuing to tumble down.
4: Uh, I've actually just emptied the rain gauge, and we've had 100 mil, close to 100 mil overnight, and that's on top of the, well, we don't quite know how much from the day before. The rain gauge overflowed at uh, around about 360 mil, so there's a lot of water around. Um, also went for a bit of a drive just in the local area roads, and uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of foliage and debris on the road, so, yeah, look, it's... It, certainly was a strong breeze, um, but we're very thankful that we didn't end up with a Cat 3. Uh, cat 3 was what we had in Cyclone Rona in 1999, and, yeah, that was uh, there was a lot more devastation um, for us, certainly, amongst the orchard. Uh, so, yeah, look, it's uh, perhaps not as bad as what it could have been, and structurally I don't think there's been too many uh, uh, hits on buildings or, or so on, so uh, I think the local community's sort of bearing quite well.
2: That must be a feeling of relief then for you?
4: Yeah, big relief. Um, we're still not through the weather system. And so, there's, as I say, there's still a fair bit of rain around. Um, Daintree Ferry's still out. I was just looking at the type of levels in the Daintree Village. Um, they're near major levels and rising, so we won't see the ferry operational for another 24 hours, I'd say. Um, yeah, so there's probably a few people getting a little bit more anxious. You know, they may, may need supplies. I mean, if you go to doctor's appointments or catch flights, even there's um, a few tourists around, believe it or not. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's still there's still a few flow impacts, but hopefully it's not too bad for for most people.
0: So, what
2: was it like at the height of the cyclone?
4: There was a little bit of a sense of yeah, there was definitely a sense of calm before the storm. We we in the sort of Trip dunedin area had a fair bit of rain and wind, but nothing substantive uh, until the until Jasper really crossed the coast and then it came back with a vengeance and, yeah, it was torrential uh, rain. That sort of 360 mil pretty much mostly fell in about 12 hours. So you imagine, you know, that amount of rain on the ground, It's, uh, yeah, it, it's it makes a lot of noise too. Um, yeah, so it was uh, very difficult to sleep. Um, but as I say, it could have been a Cat 3 or it could have been more, I guess, but... Um, not quite as bad as what it could have been. So I think everyone's highly relieved that uh, we got through it what, you know, in the way we did.
2: I believe you've got a number of uh, exotic fruits on your farm. How will this impact harvest?
4: Well, we're not harvesting at moment. In fact, uh, the risk for us is we're in that flowering fruit set stage and the impact of well, heavy winds, of course, is going to be uh, a big problem with defoliating earnings. Uh, of the trees and that will stress the trees and you know they'll drop fruit as well. So for us it's actually a critical point in the uh, in the season. Uh, just crossing fingers. So far we've probably seen I don't know if I if I had a stab at it maybe 25% of the crop lost. Um, so it could be worse. But uh, really until it stops until we, until we until we get through this sort of wet weather it'll be really difficult to assess the amount of uh, loss that we might have experienced.
2: How are you expecting the next few days to go?
4: Well, I did a little bit of a clean-up yesterday. Um, not too much because you don't want to make too much mess on the, uh, on the ground, so moving tractors around to sort of stick to the hard ground areas, um, opening up the driveway and so on. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fair bit of uh, clean-up. Um, but hopefully it's not too bad. We've only lost, you know, maybe two or three trees entirely. Um, but lots of limbs around and the limbs make a mess and get hard to, uh, to manage sometimes. So you just have to battle through it and, you know, tackle each job one
2: by one. And you've got enough supplies and everything to get through for the next few days as well.
4: We've got a lot of fruit, <laughs> <laughs> even though it's not, even though it's not harvest time. We, we have 80 different varieties of fruit. So there's always something on. we have got quite a lot of jackfruit on at the moment, but yeah, in terms of other supplies, yeah, we, you know, have a few things in the freezer and, uh, uh, well, the boys won 't be going out fishing in the current weather, but uh we've got a few fish in the freezer as well so yeah just uh battle on through it um but yeah look at in terms of the local community though there's there will be a um, a few people who sort of didn't expect it to go on for so long so that you know there is a need for us to get supplies into the into the community soon But uh hopefully everyone um much and you know we can share and whatever so hopefully the uh food supplies aren't too much of a problem in terms of power we're all off-grid so that's not an issue for most people Uh, I know one house did get a uh, slight hit on a tree with uh, on a solar panel by a tree um, but it hasn't uh, taken the whole system out and there's not much solar happening now anyway but uh, yeah I think uh, by and large generally being self-sufficient community up here we're probably doing all right.